me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees, the moon up above, and a thing called love. Let me tell you about the stars in the sky, the girl and the guy. Hello, and welcome to Hive Mind, episode 7. Uh, today I'd like to discuss carnelian bees. Uh, first thoughts, and uh, well, the weather here in northern Nevada. It's been quite interesting the past few months. So, as always, I hope you enjoy. Let's get right into it. So in late March, I picked up my four swarms, cages of bees, uh, carnelians specifically, and everything was going pretty smoothly. Um, they were pre-shaken, um, pre-shook, I guess you could say, um, regardless. They were prepared um, to be inserted into the hive on Thursday. I was picking them up on a Saturday, so that made me a little nervous because once they shake the bees, generally uh, they'll do it the day before you pick them up, and um, they just adapt to their climate a little better that way. Um, they pick up the scents, uh, they might mark their territory a little bit faster that way. So I was a little nervous um, upon installation. I was stung twice, actually. And this was doing my traditional method of just setting the cages directly into the hives. Um, so they are a little bit more aggressive than Italian honeybees. Um, also, I thought their color would be a little bit darker. Um, and the orange is a little bit deeper. Um, but they look very, very similar to Italian honeybees. Now... Uh, I did have one queen fly out of the hive um, on hive number one. I have them marked um, mentally, one to four. Um, the first one flew out of the hive right after installation. Um, the marshmallow must have fallen out, um, and she flew out. Um, I tried to catch her, but uh, she she did a lap around my head, and landed in the tree in our uh, orchard. Now, this also made me nervous. I completely lost faith. Said, well, that's going to be a $120 loss right there. Surprisingly, she flew back into the hive and they've been settled ever since. I luckily did not lose any bees so far. It's been two months um, and the bees are they're doing their thing. Now, I can't say the same for the weather. Um, nearly right after installation, we got hit with um, some rain showers. They were pretty light. The temperature was about uh, 60 to 70. I got nervous um, with the 60s, but they made it. However, probably two weeks after installation, the weather dropped down into the 50s. I covered them with a painter's tarp, which is a cloth material, um, and that seemed to give them enough warmth through that little rain shower we had. Um, 
I also um, gave them a honey supplement for the first, uh, I'd probably say, four weeks. It's uh, just a B vitamin. <laughs> no pun intended. but um, And it basically gives them a little extra uh, kick to help them settle into the hive. Uh, you're not supposed to feed that during uh, pollination time. Um, high honey flow seasons or months. So if you are using a bee supplement um, other than a one-to-one sugar-water ratio mix, you need to be mindful that whatever you're giving the bees is going to end up in your honey. Um, so you strictly give that to them just for uh, survival, almost, or it is going to taint um, the taste of your honey. It's not going to have that traditional all-natural organic flavor to it um anyway back to my main point um yeah around mid-april we got hit with 50 degree weather uh we uncovered them and they seemed to be doing okay um they were drinking their supplement like no other um i'd say be refilling that every three days if I had access. However, I do live away from my apiary, so I was only filling it once a month or uh, once a week, excuse me. Um, but they pulled through. Um, I'd say uh, maybe two, three weeks went by uncovered from the painter's tarp. The weather was sunny, probably mid-70s, 70s, dropped down to the 60s. Um, They're doing great. And then we got hit with this latest um, little storm, which brought a lot of wind. Um, I'm talking 30, 40-mile gusts. And uh, with it brought 50 to 40-degree temperatures and a lot of rain. Uh, So we covered them with a concrete blanket just draped it right over the top I do have my hives um, elevated I made a uh, pallet and cylinder block sort of stand to fit all four hives on Um, and so far it's been it's been a lot easier on my back Um, I think it's better access the ants aren't getting to them Um, it's definitely going to prevent mice from attempting to go in there during the winter. Um, So far that stand has been treating me pretty well. And the concrete blanket actually worked really, really well. Um, If a lot of people don't have access, readily access, uh, to concrete blankets like I do, I'm fortunate enough to do. Um, But basically they're a tarp... uh, double tarp layer and in the middle is a cotton like material to add a uh, insulation insulation so essentially it's just a huge blanket and you usually put it over concrete while it's drying so it it doesn't crack Um, right after the rain and the 50 to 40 degree temperatures we were getting temperatures spiked up clouds blew out and pretty soon we were getting hit with 70 degree temperatures 
So I had to uncover them because I don't want to cook the bees. Um, my last batch of bees died because they froze. I didn't want this batch to die from heat stroke. So uncovered them, and I'm happy I did because today the temperatures went up into the 80s. Projected to be 90 tomorrow. So with beekeeping, you definitely need to pay attention to the weather. Um, if you don't have a farmer's almanac... I stopped reading it a while ago because in Nevada, I mean, things change with the drop of a hat. Uh, I've seen rain in July. So, especially for northern Nevada beekeepers, be mindful. Speaking of uh, beekeeping in Nevada, I do want to give a kudos to the entire bee community out here. Um, our legislature was attempting to pass a bill that would restrict... Um, the area to beekeeping to over an acre so all the backyard beekeepers in our state would be breaking the law they would have to send their bees uh, to a rancher farmer someone like me with the available acreage um, which would be very very disappointing and the point of that bill would be to prevent the Africanization of bees which why our legislature uh, thought that was a pertinent issue uh, that really needed to take up the time of everybody here. I don't know, but luckily all the beekeeping groups in the area banded together. We had petitions growing. If you follow me on Facebook, I'm sure you saw the petition, um, but we prevented it from getting passed. So kudos to everybody in the northern nevada area if you signed the petition if you showed up to the to the capital um i mean we did it so i'm happy um i haven't done an internal check of the bees usually i like to do this one to two weeks after installation just to see the progress how much comb has been developed if the if they're creating honey what the pollen stores look like how many pollen cakes they've made themselves uh, it's been two months since i've cracked uh the hives open and actually looked inside i don't even have my supers on right now my my uh, honey super boxes are sitting pre-painted ready to go i just need to find a weekend where i can uh, open them up and just check a weekend where the weather's not 50 to 40 degrees or dumping rain into their boxes um, so I'm, I'm very very interested to see what the progress is like um, I do need to check on the queens make sure all the queens are in there but this last weekend uh, actually yesterday that I checked on them they were doing great um, there were bees flying in and out every tree I stood under in our yard in the apiary orchard they were buzzing so i don't know if they're trying to make up for lost time or if they're just jumping and jiving in their hive doing great so do you need to check on them i might need to give them um some sugar cakes um for any beekeepers out there who haven't made a sugar cake before you essentially do exactly that you boil down sugar put it in i like i prefer muffin tins um the long uh, like bread loaf tins 
boil a little bit of sugar, pour it in there, let it solidify, and then just dump it directly into the hive, and they'll they'll eat off of it, similar to a, a sugar cake and uh, or a, a salt lick and a horse or cow. Um, just give them a little little extra. Um, it's been a very wet year, so I'm expecting most of the blossoms and uh, the pollen flow to be in either early July if the weather keeps up like this and I could be wrong because if the heat's too much it could burn off a lot of the uh, the sprouts that I've been seeing so it's a very delicate process that's why beekeeping up here in northern Nevada can be a little a little hard it's, it's definitely a gamble um, we are the gambling state so um, we'll just have to wait and see but uh, I've been a little busy as you guys can tell it's been two months since I've given you an episode but here you go um, I hope you enjoy it's uh, kind of off the cuff I didn't didn't script this so a little lesser less of a quality than what you're probably used to I'm not even going to add music but felt like I owed it to you guys I'll let you know how things are going it's just been a little hectic with work and uh, trying to actually make sure the bees survive Um, I also participated in our town uh, Dayton our annual oodles of noodles so if you found the podcast through there, uh, thank you for listening. Um, I lost the competition by three votes. I lost people's, people's choice, but that's okay. We'll get them next year. Um, hopefully next year I can actually add a little bit of honey to uh, my pasta sauce. That's a recipe I'm, I'm probably going to configure and work on, maybe like a spicy uh sweet spicy sauce so anyway if you guys have been listening since the beginning thank you if this is your first time dropping in uh this is dustin with plan b apiary you're listening to hive mind thank you be safe and be happy